Blog Talk all right, Radio. All right. All right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen. This is Tim, the overseer, here on Rain and Love Ministries, and I have my co-host, Amen, who's with me today, amen. the watchman on the wall, Elder yes, Bazaar. Amen. We are here to talk about end-time ministries. We are getting closer and closer and closer to the return of our Lord and Savior. We are so grateful. This is a joyous time to be of the saints of the Lord. Let us all rejoice and be glad. There's a lot of good and great things that is going on in the world. For us, a lot of things are revealing itself. When I say a lot of great things are going on in the world for the saints, a lot of things are revealing itself to us as the children of God. Amen. We ought to pay attention to the times that we are in. Amen. All right. And the reason that we have to pay attention to the times that we're in is because it tells us where we are in the time and the history of the Word of God. Amen. What to look for. Amen. We know that yes, every 2,000 years there is a great event. So we are, uh, are in that long-awaited event that's about to take place. Amen. Amen. So, once again, as a child of God, amen, we want to know. Amen. Where we are. Amen. Yes, and we yes, want to know. We have a head start. Amen. Because you want to know. I don't know why I have to say we have a head start. Because for those who didn't know before, hey, it's time to get serious. Amen. That's, that's our job is to wake you up. Amen. We've been hey, talking man. about Christians need to wake up since um, for a long time, especially in the last couple of years since we've been dealing with uh, COVID. Amen. So, Amen. Um, we just want the church to be aware of what we are and the things that we need to do to be ready for the return of Christ. We are getting ready to go home, church. Amen. I remember amen, old song when I was a kid, amen, that they used to sing, the old school song when I was a kid. They used to sing this song called Get Right Church and Let's, let's go, go Home. Amen, doctor. I know amen. you know. Amen. <laughs> I, I, you know, as a kid, amen, and a young man in his 20s, I never understood what that song meant. Get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church, get right, church, get right, church, and let's go home. Amen. <laughs> listen, listen to my brother. Amen. Amen. So when I sit here and say, get right, church, and let's go home, oh, man, that's so much joy to Woo! my soul. You just don't know. <laughs> Amen. 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 That's joy to my soul. Amen. Amen I want to read brother. to you. Before we get Amen. started, I'm, gonna say, I'm just going to say a little quick prayer, and we're going to go ahead and jump into it. I'm going to speak a little bit, and I'm going to give it over to my brother. We're going to talk. We're going to get into the book of Daniel. I know for this is long awaited. We've been talking for years about the book of Daniel, how we're going to break down the book of Daniel, how it's relevant to Revelation and the end time ministry. Well, now I believe is the time to talk about the book of Daniel. Amen. Amen, Amen brother. Amen. Amen. So what I want to do. I'm going to say a quick prayer. After my quick prayer, we're going to jump right into the Word. We ain't going to prolong because we know 
that hour and a half can go can go fast. You know, a lot of times people want you to want you to talk, Amen, a long time about the word. But what you must understand, what you must understand, Amen, is that you know we we we, uh, we have lives, Amen. We know we have to let people go and you know do what they got to do. But we're gonna take. We're grateful for you being here this evening. We're grateful for you for tuning in and listening. Amen. I like to thank my son, uh, one of my sons, Kashai Jackson. Amen. If he's listening, thank him and Lord bless his Amen. soul. He's a young Amen. man. A very astute man. I believe that God has a calling on his life. Very intelligent young man. He he's one of my children, one of six. And when I tell you Amen. you can grasp the word, Amen. I believe God has a calling. Like he knows more about the Bible than I did at his age, Amen. Amen. <laughs> and I know that some of that is due to my teaching, but all not all of it, Amen. The mm-hmm. he, his being able to grasp the word of God is a gift that God and a seed that God put in him. Amen. That's something that I can't do. Amen. I thank God for him. Amen. If he's listening. Amen. So say a quick prayer. Amen. Amen. Say a quick God. prayer. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for another blessed day. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us with, Heavenly Father. We thank you for being in the land of the living, a day that you have given, us, given to us and said that we should be here. We thank you for our life, health, and strength. We thank you for our mind, body, and soul. We thank you for the nutrients that you've blessed us with of the earth to bless us to continue to live, dear Heavenly Father. Let us be a blessing back to you, dear Heavenly Father. Let us give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, dear Heavenly Father. We lift up holy hands. We bless your holy name forevermore. Amen, amen, and amen. All right. Amen. Amen. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Amen. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. First Thessalonians. We want you to know where we are. We are knocking on the door, amen, the return of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua. We're knocking on the door. Get right, church, and let's go home. Amen. Let's go home. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 1, says, verse 1 and 2, verse 1 says, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write, Unto you. Now, know right. that you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. Is, for when they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. Mm. Amen? Now, Amen. what Paul knew was that Christ was not going to return in his time. Now, when he first ascended, they, they were looking for Christ to return. They was expecting him to come back sooner. Amen. Just like he did, he rose from the, from the grave in three days. But they were kind of expecting him to return. But after some time, they knew that, you know what? There's going to be a day in time. Not in our time. All Amen? Right. And right. he said that no need that I, I, I write unto you, amen. So he wasn't. He was just saying to the artists, to the church of Thessalonians at that time, amen. It's not a not concern right. to you. Now that same message. Now watch this. I want to show you something. Go over to the book of Daniel. This Come on. The Holy Come Spirit. on, brother. Go to the book of Daniel. Yes, and I'm going to show you that same message was given. All glory to be to to the Most High God, Yahweh. <laughs> Amen. Trying to find my little bookmark. You know I'm old school. Amen. I'm like my brother. I'm old school. I still read and 
got bookmarks. We don't use internet for much. Amen. Yes, sir. I want to come to Southern God's Word. I'm old school. I got a bunch of books that I read and make marks and, and highlight. If you're an old school Bible study person, you know what I'm talking about. When you make all those, my number brother knows. Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. Go over to the book of Daniel and look at the 12th chapter. Come on with it. Come on with it, brother. The 12th chapter. Amen, brother. Amen. I want to show you something. Now, if you look at verse 11 of Daniel, the 12th chapter, I'm going to read 11, 12, and 13. And watch what it says. It's in front of the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination that make it desolate set up. Amen. Referring to who? Come Amen. On. The Antichrist. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say it again, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. It said, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Amen. 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 Then it says, blessed is he that waited and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. Come on. But watch what he says in verse 13. He said, but go thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of, of day. the day. Yeah. Amen. At the end of the day. Amen. 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 Watch this. Watch this. Go back up to verse 9. See, I, I, I started at 11, 12, 13, but I want to go back up to verse 9 of Daniel 12. Now, watch what it says. Watch what it says. In fact, I'm going to read verse 8, 8, 9, and 10. No, all verse right. 8, 9, and 10 of Daniel, the 12th child reads it. And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Lord, what Come shall on. be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel. For the words are closed up and sealed to the end of time. Come on. See, see, he was telling Daniel, Daniel, you, 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 go your way. This is going to be long. You're going to be long gone, thousands of years before what's being prophesied. And what I need you to tell the world is going to take place. Verse says, many shall be what? Purified. And made yes, right sir. and yes, tried, but yes. the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, understand. but the wise shall understand. Amen. That's yes. all they got salvation. What he's telling Daniel, Daniel, don't worry about it. Same thing that, that, that Paul was sending to the Hey, guess what? It's going to be a time. This is going to be thousands of years from now. Come don't on. Don't worry about it. Guess what? Well, guess what? Come on. Thousands of years have come to pass. Come and on. Guess where we are? We are Woo. 2,000 years. And 2,000, I believe it was 2,600 years ago, but by the time of that, I could be wrong. I know the brothers are here. Correct me if I'm yes, wrong. Sir. But it yes, was somewhere around about 2,600 years ago. Yes, sir. Daniel walked through. Amen. 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 And look, look where we are now. We are here. Oh, my Lord. That song just keep playing in my head, brother. Get right, church, right, church. and let's go home. Come on. The trump's about to sound. Brother, that's all I've been thinking about. 
And I don't know why, but this past week, brother, I've been thinking about it. Every, I'm talking about at work, driving in my car. I'm just thinking to myself, what is I've been saying it too. right now? Yes, sir. Lord, have mercy. I've been We're you, about brother. to go home. Hallelujah. Home, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The world's going to be in trouble. The world's yeah. going to be, oh, my gosh. They're going to be in agony. Amen. It's going to be amen, agony. Amen. As a woman, amen, that's trying to give birth. The world's going to be in pain. People are going to be committing suicide. Folks ain't going to know what to do with themselves. The loved ones are going to be gone. The children are going to be gone. They're just not going to know what to do with themselves. Amen. Amen, people brother. Gonna be in the hospital, they don't know what happened to the people in the hospital beds. They're going to be people gone. on planes, gone. People in cars and vehicles, gone. Gone. Amen. You name gone. it. And the hundreds of millions of people going to disappear off this Disappear. They're going to just disappear. disappear. Amen. Brother. Amen. And so Amen. what Paul is saying, Paul is saying, uh, uh, not to be concerned about the times and the seasons. Yeah. See, he, but he was just telling them at that at that time with him and his generation, hey, I need not write unto you. He come said, on. for you, for yourself, know presently that the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. Thief in the night. Brother, amen. It's the same thing. We don't have to worry as the church, but we need to be aware of the times and the seasons. But we don't have to worry. He said that the day cometh as a thief in the night. Who's it coming up for as a thief in the night? Not to Come the on. church. It's no, coming sir. as a thief in the night to the lost, to them who reject Christ, to them that say there ain't no cross. Them say there ain't no blood Come that was shed by singing. It ain't got nothing to do with me. What's that got to do with me? Well, I don't need no salvation. It's got something to do with the folks who trust in their money, their bank accounts, their status, their jobs, their, their, their position and power. See, that's who it's got. That's who the message is to. Amen. That's who Amen, the brother. To. Those that are lost. Amen. It said, for Come whom on. they shall save. Amen. Verse 3. Peace and safety. So they ain't talking Peace to us. It's talking to those who reject Christ. Then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they Ooh. shall not escape. Not escape. Lord, have mercy. There you go. There you when go. When the trumpet sound, as Uh-oh. a woman that travail with child, yes. they should not. Oh, it's just the beginning. Oh, my gosh. The crime, the wealth. In Egypt, when the death angel came through Egypt, come on, they were weeping and travailing yeah. as a woman with child. Yeah. They're not going to escape the pain. They're no, going to cry out to God. God's not going to hear them. He's going to know that they're crying out. But see, but because they rejected God, they, amen, rejected they God. had the chance to receive God. As I said, ain't nothing I can do now. It's too late. Nothing. nothing. Especially for those who are going to receive the mark of the beast. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Woo! Satan setting them up. They don't even know it. The devil is setting them up. The demons that's going to come on the earth. Come on, The Euphrates River is drying up. They said if they hear sounds, they said yeah. they believe they hear something like chains. They hear these demons, 
that are trapped. These demons can't wait to be loose. They say, Come man, on. we've been down here for thousands of years. Brother, I can't imagine. I, I think about people who were locked up. Amen. And the stuff yeah. is the hospital. Out of the hospital this past week. And you know, it just it just made me one. I saw these you know how they have inmates in the hospital. They have right, a right. Lot, and they have police officers and guards and they all got guns. I'm like, man, what type of crime did he commit that he in the hospital, brother? They got his ankle chains on, they got uh uh, uh handcuffs on his hands, on and on his feet. And, and they got uh, four or five officers around him with guns. I'm like, my God, this man in a wheelchair, what y'all expect him to do? Lord, have mercy. Bam. Lord, Lord, Lord. These angels have been bound for thousands. Oh, my God. Thousands of in years. Darkness, thousands of years. In darkness. You're not hearing what I'm saying. They've been bound that way since the beginning of man's time. Hmm. Mm. Probably five mm. or almost six thousand years they've been bound. Six thousand years. Locked up in darkness. So you know they mad. Oh, they mad. Oh man, I could imagine. You think you I'd be mad if I've been locked up for that long? You gotta understand spirits are not like us. We're human, we die. Huh? You you now you won't die. You got a spirit to your spirit won't die. But these spirits have been locked away. Can you imagine just thinking to themselves, man, we've been locked down here so long. They just yeah. don't know. They ain't seen no light. They don't know what, what freedom is like. They mad mm-hmm. because God then locked them away. And you think they ain't going to turn this plan apart? Yeah, and this so. is what's crazy about it. You got folks that got the nerve to walk around with six, six, six on their forehead and on their arms and tattoos on their yeah, chest. Tattoos. You don't see the yeah. nonsense I see. Folks serving these demons that are locked away, and these devils and angels that are fallen angels that have been locked away for thousands. They serving these entities, and they just don't know. These entities are going to rip you apart when they see. They don't care about you serving them. No, Lord, sir. have mercy. It's coming. Now, amen. Before I turn over to my brother, amen, I'm going to turn over to him. I want to go to the because I know we've been talking about a long time. Now I'm going to start out. Now we all going we're going we're going to work on Daniel. I'm going to be working and studying and praying. I'm going to be working on the book of Daniel. But I want to start with Daniel the second chapter. The reason why I want to start with Daniel the second chapter because when I first got saved, one of my first uh, sermons I preached over 20 years ago. Oh, the first thing I learned about stories I learned about was Daniel the second chapter. And, man, I don't know what made me turn to the book of Daniel and start reading this, this, this context, but it was beautiful to me. It was beautiful, and I understood. God gave me understanding. And I said, man, look at this. So I'm going to start out where it's most easiest <laughs> for me because the book of Daniel ain't no joke. You got to no plan. It ain't. I know the doctor, no the, good doctor the good reverend, he got it down packed. Hey, man, so I'm trying to get there where he at. Amen. So I'm gonna start out. Ahead, <laughs> Amen. So I'm gonna start out with what's easiest to me. And who knows, man? I'm I am believing that God's gonna bless us with the opportunity to preach together to, to the world that me and him are actually get to witness and, and get a stage together where we can witness before it's too late. Amen. That's what I would pray. My prayer to God that we get out. It ain't about it ain't about status and 
and no, fame no. and money and none of that. It's not about none of that. It's about letting the world know what's going on, what's about to happen. Man, That's I believe happen. that we can be such a powerful witness. Amen. I believe in God that he blesses us with his plenty and ministry to do this before it is too late, before he returns. Amen. I believe there's still some time. Daniel All the right. Second. All I'm right. Gonna right. Amen. I'm going to work on Daniel the second chapter. I'm going to work on it. And if the brother want to, he want to. Go ahead. We're going to work on it together. Amen. Amen. If you want to work on it with me, if you want to work on uh, on other books and the book of Daniel, that's fine. Amen. So what I want to do, and I'm going to start, I got to read this first. I'm going to read Daniel, the first chapter, verses 20 and 21. Then I'm going to dive into Daniel, the second chapter. We're just going to go at it, man. We're fixing to go at it. There's some old stuff I got. I got stuff that I have notes. I got old stuff in here that I've got marked off and highlighted for more than probably about 20 years ago. Ain't that amazing? God all right, all right. To have, amen, that, that, that type of history and ministry, amen. 20 years is, it, that's not that's not just yesterday. That's a little time, amen. Yeah, Ain't been around a long that, time. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. But it, it's a, I got some knowledge, amen. God has blessed me with some, some spiritual wisdom and knowledge. Amen. Daniel, the first chapter, verses 19 and 20. And it says, verse 19, it says, And the king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. Verse 20 says, in all, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times. Woo! Look at God's power. Come he on, man. What? Not one time. Not two times. But what? Not even three times. He said ten no. times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in his realm. Come on. And they continued even until the first year of King Cyrus. Let yeah. me say something to you. I, it amazes me that people will sell their soul. It amazes me that people will even give thought to even serving the devil. Don't you know that God is more powerful? God can give you more than, way more than what the devil can give you. God will give you so much. Well, these people will serve the devil for wisdom and knowledge. For, for, for you know, that's kind of like what Eve did. She sold mankind out because she started it, and she went to her husband. Don't you know that God had more to offer us than the Come devil? Come on, preacher. Yes, sir. They were found ten times. Y'all not hearing me. Yeah. Not one time, not two times, not three times, but ten times smarter than Come any on. of his magicians, astrologers. That's the example of Moses. Moses mm-hmm. was so much better than the magicians of Egypt. His serpents overpowered their serpents. God is always going to be more powerful than the devil. Oh, yeah, words, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. to you in essence is that God's children, God's people are far more powerful. That's why I say, hey, a few of us will put a thousand and ten thousand to flight. They can't fight us. We are oh. children of the most high God. Can't nobody overpower us. We are more powerful. That's why the devil fears the children of God. He yeah. can't stand when you become a, king, a child of the king. Amen. I just had to Amen. share those two verses with you going into Daniel, the second chapter. All right. Daniel, second chapter, verse 1. 
And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams, war with his spirit was troubled, and his sleep broke from him. In other words, he couldn't sleep. Have you ever had that to happen? Come on. You so your mind so troubled that man, you just like you toss and turn. I've had that to happen. Sometimes you wake yes, up at three AM in the morning or two AM, you think it's five or six exactly. And I stayed up I've had that to happen to me like some months ago. And I stayed brother, I stayed up till the sun came. I was so fun, Lord, what's going on? I can't get no sleep. Amen. Come on. Come on. Verse two said, Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers. And the sorcerers, Ooh, did you hear that? See, this stuff goes yeah, way yeah. back. Yeah. And the Chaldeans. Amen. Yeah. I want you to know that the Chaldeans, race of people, go so far back. They were right up under the Cushite. They, they, they're on. descendants of the Cushite people. And if you know who Cush is, Cush was who? The father <laughs> of what? Nimrod. Amen. Yeah. Remember I told y'all that that's where yeah. the ideology of of Babylon came from the yes, Babylonian yes, system, sir. witchcraft serving serving the devil and evil spirits and bowing down and selling your soul to the devil to get worldly riches. This is ancient stuff, y'all. Don't yes. y'all see this yes. stuff? This is exactly what the this is part of the Babylonian system. If you know anything about Nebuchadnezzar, he was a what? The yes. Babylonian King. what? Amen. There you go, Doctor. Yes, sir. He was the Babylonian king. You see see where we're going with this? Amen. He said, for to show the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. Verse 3 says, and the king said unto them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit was troubled to know the dream. In other words, you don't dream a dream. Man, I dreamed a dream. I was like, Lord, what was that all? What did that dream mean? Verse mm. 4 says, Then spake the mm. Chaldeans to the king in Syriac. O king, live forever. See, that's how they try. That's how these sorcerers and magicians, that was, that was, that was magicians today, trickery. See how they can't, oh, they can't, can't give them praises and glory. O king, live forever. Tell thy servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation. See how they thought they would sleep. But watch this. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone from me. If ye will not make known unto me the dream and the interpretation thereof, ye shall be cut, what? In pieces. And yes. your houses shall be made of what? Dung here. Dung. But if ye Dung show here. the dream and the interpretation thereof, ye shall receive of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and the interpretation thereof. They answered again and said, let the king tell his servants the dream. And we would show the interpretation of it. Then the king answered. So he had to answer again. Then the king answered and said, I know of certainty that ye would gain the time because ye see the thing is gone from See, Nebuchadnezzar, he wasn't dumb. Amen. He, had uh-huh. a little, he had a little smart himself. He wasn't dumb. Uh-uh. But if ye will not make known to me the dream, there is but one decree for you. Amen. For ye have right. lying and corrupt words to speak before me. Till yeah. the time be changed, 
Therefore, tell me the dream, and I shall know that ye can yeah. show me the interpretation of there. He Ooh. said, you can't fool me. If I tell you the dream, you'll conjure up some lies. You'll make up something that don't make that that that's not nothing of the dream. Because mm. I won't know the dream is gone from me. I don't mm. you know. I, I have no little back and remember some of it, but I don't know what it means. Come but he on. says only but one decree. If you don't if you don't interpret this, your house will be made nothing. Another one will destroy your household and all that's in it. Your wives, your children. They were cruel back in them days. We yes, think man is cruel yes, now. Brother, they didn't play back. The whole school didn't play. play. They didn't they play. Didn't play. I'm going to destroy you, your wife, and all your... And back then, you know, people had a bunch of kids. You might have five or 10, 15 kids. He's going to destroy all y'all. All y'all. All your riches are going to be gone. But if you can interpret the dream, I'm going to bless you with riches beyond your imagination. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 10 says, the Chaldeans answered before the king and said, there is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, nor no ruler, that asks such things, and any magician, yes, astrologer, or Chaldean. See, they, 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 they pretty much telling you that we're a bunch of tricksters. Most of the stuff that we know is made up of lies. We know something. We have some knowledge because these folks are connected to what? Demons. They knew how to yeah. conjure demons and get certain answers and stuff. That's the same as today. I showed y'all years ago about how this guy, my friend, told me this, one of his neighbors was in the military, and he said this, this military guy told him how the government, your own government, uses demons to find and locate people. I said, brother, I believe it. That makes a lot of sense to me. I believe it. Yes, sir. He yes, said, sir. yeah. He told me, he said, man, they, can, they, they conjure demons just, and there's wishes and, uh, and sources and, and stuff in, in the government, in our country. You think they don't call yes, the police? The, the police station use them. They use these people to, uh, to solve crimes. What do you yeah, think they're doing? Yeah. They are conjuring demons to solve crimes. To locate people, this is real, and this is the same thing that they were doing. But he said that 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 no king nor ruler would ask such a thing. There is nobody who can do this. Now watch verse eleven. Very important, brother. You return over to the brother, and it is a rare thing that the king required, and there is none other than that can show it before the king, except yes, the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. Let me tell you something. Don't y'all ever believe that these folks who call themselves, uh, what do they call themselves? The folks who don't believe. Illuminati. Illuminati. Amen. Illuminati. Amen. Illuminati. The other one, brother. The, 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 uh, atheists. 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 People atheists. Atheist. Don't let them fool you and tell you that they don't believe that there's a God. Everybody born on this planet with even just a little bit of sense. Know that there's a God. Yeah, God has instilled something in all of our spirits to tell us that he exists. As sure as that sun and moon shine in the stars and that sky is blue, we all know that there's a God. Whether you want to acknowledge that there's a God or not, everybody knows that God is, is real. These magicians and astrologers and Chaldeans just acknowledge that what? Only the God yes, who's dwelling is not with flesh. Only can reveal this. They even knew that. Amen. Yeah. 
Verse 12 says, For this cause the king was angry and very furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Amen. Come on. Brother, I'm going to stop right there. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm going to come back and touch on this stuff. I'm all right. Back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to back you up. I'm going to back you up. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. All right. All right, brother. When you hit Daniel, Daniel means judge. Judge. That was that's the word Daniel. Means judge. And here Daniel is telling the world, telling the Babylonians, telling exactly what's going to happen from 606 B.C. all the way down to the end of the tribulation period. And he even talks about the millennium reign of Jesus Christ because that's when the the Bible tells Daniel to shut up the book until the time of the end. That what he was telling that he was telling Daniel, wait till the time of the end of the tribulation Mm. period when you're going to be placed in your lot. When you're going to be placed in your lot. In other words, you don't get your inheritance. He said, but shut up the book until the time of the end. What is the time of the end when? Daniel, Daniel was told, shut the book up till the time of the end. He was telling, uh, the, the, the scripture was telling Daniel, shut up until the time of the end, meaning when he dies, the Bible says there's a, there's a period of time when the book is going to be opened again. When will the book Amen. be opened again? The book will be opened again in the book of Revelation. That's the continuation. That's the continuation of what Daniel could not explain until the time of the end. But what Daniel left off, John the Revelator is going to pick that up when the rapture of the church occurs. He's going to pick up what Daniel didn't finish. That's why the Bible tells Daniel to shut up the book until the time of the end. Well, the beginning of the time of the end was in 1948. That was the beginning of the end. And it's been uh, a generation from 1948 until 2023. That's 75 years. That's one generation. There's no generation after this one. No, it's, this, this one is done. Uh-uh. Ain't no more 80 years. It's not going to be another 80 years on this earth. It's so close until the world today is blindfolded. They got stigmatism. They can't see mm-hmm. it because the time that they were born, all this Bible prophecy was almost practically fulfilled. Now, mm-hmm. in 2023, it's all been fulfilled until the next event that's going to happen, and that will be the wonderful, I'm going home. I'm going home on a morning train. Get right, church, and let's go home. And I'm not talking Amen. about a local church. I'm not talking about a Baptist church. I'm not talking about a white church or black church. I'm not talking about independent church. I'm talking about the church that Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, purchased his church with his own blood. Only those that know the power that's in the blood of Jesus Christ will be caught up in the the rapture. Uh Uh-oh. That's going to blow a lot of people's minds. You know why? Because man have established their own religion, have misinterpreted the Bible, have took the scriptures after the Bible. They have tried to rearrange the Bible to fit their mold. But you can't change God, and God ain't going to change. He says, whatever I say is going to last forever. Now, brother, you mentioned something there that turned me on, and that was uh, 
uh, that last chapter in the book of Daniel, and I'm going to try to break that down for you real quick, and then I'm going to get back to Amen. the statue. It says here, it says, and from the time that the daily sacrifice was taken away and the abomination that makes desolation was set up, there shall be a 1,290 days. Where do we get 290 days? The, the, the Bible tells me there's going to be a three and one half year period in the first part of the tribulation that equals 1,260 days. And the last part of the tribulation will be 1,260 days. But Daniel comes up with 1,290 days. Where do we get the 90 from? We get the 90 from because when Jesus Christ, listen to what I'm saying now because this, this is very important. At the end of the tribulation period, at the end of the tribulation period, when Jesus comes, Jesus Christ comes back to the earth and sets his foot up on the Mount of Olives, God is going to judge Israel in the valley. Israel will be judged. And when they're judged, it's going to take 30 days. It's going to take one month for God <laughs> to judge Israel. And when he judged Israel, that's going to open up for another 45 days for the inauguration of Jesus Christ getting ready to go into the millennium reign. So if you take 1,260 days, 30 days, and 45 days, you get 1,290 days. So from the second coming of Jesus Christ, comes back to earth, it's going to take 75 days. Good God Almighty, it's going to take 75 days for the inauguration of Jesus Christ after he judges the 30, day, 30 days of Israel and before he can set up the millennium reign. It's going to take 45 days, and then the saints of God, the church, the, the firstborn of them that slept, the ones that redeemed, we're going to go into Amen. the millennium reign with Jesus Christ and rule and reign with Jesus Christ for 1,000 years. And all the saints that came back with Jesus Christ at the second coming of Jesus Christ, because mm. there, was, there is a rapture. There has to be a rapture. It's, it's unique. It's real, it's authentic, and it's genuine. Christ is getting ready to come back and rapture the church. I don't know about you, but we've been talking about Trump, 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 Trump. God is giving you a signal if you can understand it, because this is the last man that ever going to be on earth that's named Trump. And this is the last time that Trump will ever be used because these are the last days. And God put Trump in there, and I say it again and again, God put Trump in there to warn the world. This man is going to be the last one that announced, huh? He announced already World War III. Ezekiel announced World War III. There's a war coming up in Jerusalem right now that's called the war between the Palestinians, the Hezbollah, uh, 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 the Jihad, they are encircling Jerusalem, and they are shooting missiles every day. Every day they are shooting missiles to try to eliminate Israel. But they cannot get rid of Israel, my friends. Y'all theologians out there, God said these people are mine. I chose them through Abraham. I chose them through Jacob, and I'm going to use them in the last day, and it's going to take 1,000. 
290 days to conclude that we will be stepping into the millennial reign. And guess what? God is getting ready to let Satan take over this planet. Do you hear what I said? I said God is getting ready to let Satan take over this planet. He's already had it for 6,000 years and made a mess out of it. And I don't know, understand why people still want to serve him. They still want to lie, cheat, steal, backbite, whoremonger, still want to have a form of godliness but no power, still want to say Jesus Christ is not coming again. Oh, he's been coming for the last uh, 2,000 years. He ain't got here yet. But let me tell you something. He is on his way. He is almost here. The next thing that... Israel is doing now, they are getting ready to rebuild the temple. And the temple, the temple that the brother mentioned in, in the uh, first Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, where the Antichrist is going to sit in the temple, and the Antichrist cannot sit in the temple until the Jews build the temple. And they are going to rebuild the temple, and they are planning to do a judicial sacrifice of the Old Testament ritual, and it's not going to work because the Antichrist is going to give them permission. And then let me tell you, after they tried to eliminate the Jerusalem, God said, all right, Meshach and Tubal and all the other five nations that's going to link up with Russia, going to link up with Putin, going to come down from the northern parts of what? Northern parts of Russia, Moscow. They're coming down with Iran. They're coming down with Libya. They're coming down with Ethiopia. They're coming down with all the five confederate nations that's going to try to swoop up on the Jewish people and annihilate them. But they can't touch the Jews. Oh, you touched the Jew. God said, you touched the Jew, you touched the apple of mine eye. And so that last verse in the Bible where it says 1,335 days, that concludes the end time. And at the end of the 1,335 uh, 1, days, that will end the time of restoration that the church and all those that got saved through the tribulation period in the natural body will be able to enter the millennium reign of Jesus Christ, and we will rule on this earth for 1,000, ooh, 1,000, yeah, 1,000 years. It will conclude 7,000 years that the devil has tried to mess up God's plan, and at the end of the tribulation period, God said, I'm going to let you lose one more time time. I'm going to let you know one more time, and I'm going to prove to the world that one sin that mankind cannot blame on the devil, and that sin is unbelief, because the devil believes in God. He knows there's a God. He knows Christ died and rose again. He knows he's coming back again, and he's trying to tell the world that he won the battle, but he lost a long time ago. And after mm-hmm. that, after that, Satan will be cast into the lake of fire at the end of the millennium reign of yeah. Jesus Christ. He will be burning in Gehenna. He will be tormented for eternity. He will be destructive forever. He will never die. He will never be, uh, uh, as you say, cremated. He will be burning and on burning and on burning and on burning. And the, the world today is laughing at God. The world today is cursing God. 
The world today mm-hmm. is rebelling against God. The world today believes that God is not real, but he is real. He is real. He is real. And after a while, just before you think everything's going to be all right, then sudden destruction is going to come up on those that don't believe that Jesus Christ is coming back to this earth. And Daniel, mm. Daniel, go back to Daniel. Daniel saw a statue, and this statue represents the annals of time. And he saw this statue, and what he That's saw right. was the head of gold, which represents Babylon. He saw the two arms that represent Iraq and Iran, the arms of mm. silver, and then he met the, met the brass. He looked at the brass. That represents Alexander the Great. And then he saw iron mixed with clay. That represents the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire was the time that Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem of Judea. And he stayed here 33 and one-half years. And Daniel said, after I got on down there with the leg, I saw iron and clay. And the iron and clay can't mix. That means that there's a time coming when the world will try to unite communism with democracy and to tell me mm. it won't mix. And then Daniel said, I looked down a little further and I saw ten toes. And these ten toes represent NATO. Don't you know NATO is building up in Ukraine fighting against Russia because NATO is the ten toes that Daniel saw. That's what Daniel mm-hmm. saw. And he told Nebuchadnezzar, these ten toes is the ten European common market that was established in 1948. And from 1948 to 1986, the ten toes was completed. And then Daniel switched from toes. He switched from toes to horn. And when he switched from toes to horn, he said, I saw ten horns. And then he said, after I saw the ten horns, I saw another little horn. And this little horn had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things against the Most High. That little horn that had eyes that spoke great things against the Most High represent the Antichrist. The leveled horn represent the Antichrist. And don't you know, without a shot of a doubt, I put my... I put my heart on the line. I put my life on the line. I know the Bible is right. I know Daniel was right. I know it's the inspiration of God. And the Antichrist is alive today, my brother. He's alive. And I can tell you what the horn, the eleventh horn is. The eleventh horn is Spain. Spain is the eleventh horn. And now Spain is looking towards Jerusalem because Jerusalem is already claiming the father of uh, King Philippe was Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos was considered to the Jewish people as the king of Jerusalem. Well, when the king of Jerusalem uh, 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 had to give the throne over to his son, now the Jews are looking towards Spain to bring on the Antichrist. They don't know who it is, but they're looking for the Antichrist to come because they're getting ready to build a temple. And then when they build this temple, they're going to measure it up. They're going to offer sacrifices again. And when the rapture of the church occurs, the Antichrist is going to rise. He's going to rise up, and he's going to say, peace, peace and safety. Everything's going to be all right, but all of a sudden, there's going to come destruction, and destruction will be in the middle of the tribulation period because the Antichrist is going to turn on the Jewish nation, and he's going to sit in the temple, and he's going to remove the Ark of the Covenant. He's going to remove everything that's in the temple and sit in there and say he is God Almighty because of what's going to happen. He's going to be assassinated, and in the middle of the tribulation, he's going to be resurrected from the dead, and the world is going to believe that 
that this man is God Almighty, and he's going to claim the power of God Almighty. And the Pope, the Pope is going to tell the world this is God Almighty, and he's going to give him permission to set in the temple. And the Jews are going to find out that they have the wrong Christ. They're going to find out that they chose the wrong Christ because Jesus said, when I come, the Jews are going to accept a man that come in their own name because Jesus said, I come in my father's name and they will not receive me. But when they receive the Antichrist, they're going to find out that they missed their Messiah. And that's why their eyes are going to be open. And God's going to say, now, now, Satan, mm. I'm going to cast you out of the first and second heaven. You've got to go down. And the, the, a lot of people said, a superman is going to come. Yes, the devil is going to come in the flesh, and he's going to incarnate himself in the Antichrist, and he's going to stand in that temple that they're getting ready to build, and they're planning, and they're on it, brother. Let me tell you, the word of God is on it. And Daniel said this is called the abomination desolation. In other words, right. this right. Antichrist is going to try to pollute the temple, and that temple, he's going to set up in there and call himself God Almighty. And then right. he's going to start this thing called the mark of the beast. The beast mm. is getting ready to come. The beast is getting ready to manifest himself. And the beast is the one that's going to be the head of the false church. And the false that's church right. is found in the 17th chapter of Revelation. The great four. And this, this church is consisted of what? It's consisted of all denominations of the world. All the denominations, all the occult are going to link together. And the reason they're going to link together because they have denied, they have rejected, they have cursed. God, they are reprobate mind. They are doing everything that they want to do, and yet still they're claiming Christianity. But God ain't got nothing to do with evil. God ain't got That's nothing right. to do with abomination. God said, I hate it, and I'm going to let the world make their choice. And the world is making the choice. And guess who they're choosing? They're choosing Lucifer. The Ooh. world is going crazy over the devil. The world is doing everything the devil tells them to do. And the reason why, because they have rejected. They have rejected the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's nobody. Listen to what I'm saying. There's nobody going to get in heaven without knowing Jesus Christ. Oh, I'll say it again. Nobody gets to walk on the streets of gold unless they have repented of their sins and they have been filled with the Holy Ghost and then they're telling the world that Jesus Christ is Lord and they're standing tall. They're not backing off. I know I ain't backing off, and I know Brother brother Tim Jackson ain't backing off. We got to tell you just like it is. There ain't no way. There ain't no way that an unregenerated person can enter the kingdom of God without believing in the washed blood of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, the nomination is not going to get you there. Going to church for 40 and 50 and 60 years ain't going to get you there. Paying your tithe ain't going to get you there. Looking good ain't going to get you there. All your talk ain't going to get you there. Nothing can get you to heaven. Nothing can get you to heaven but the blood of Jesus Christ. Because the Bible said, without the shedding of blood, the shedding of blood, without the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. If you die without, if you die without Christ, I'm going to tell you what the Bible says. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. And I don't, say that in, I don't say that in anger. 
I say that because the Bible says Jesus Christ said, mm-hmm. except a man be born of the spirit, God's <laughs> spirit, not the spirit of the devil, not the spirit of imps and dimps, not the spirit of co- cohorts of demons and, and, and Nephilim, not the spirit of, of scorpions, but the spirit of the living God, because it's going to be hell on earth. Within the next few years, it's going to be hell on earth because hell is getting ready to come up out of the pit and Satan is getting ready to fall from heaven. And when he comes to this earth, Amen. he's coming to it in UFOs, flying saucers, or demonic activity. They're working today, and they're working out of the Vatican. As you go to the Vatican, you will be able to it'll chill your bones of what they have set up in the Vatican. They have set up in the they have set up statue called called Baphomet. They have set that statue mm-hmm. up in the Vatican and they're worshiping it. And they got the cross, claiming the cross of Jesus Christ. They got it with that. But see, you cannot mix Christianity with paganism. It won't mix. And the reason why it won't mix, because God hates idolatry. And he don't want nobody to worship nobody but him. If you worship any other God, you're in idolatry. And idolatry Ooh. is on its way to hell. The Illuminati is on its way to hell. All, That's right. these, all this witchcraft and voodoo uh, in the Old Testament have jumped over into the new era, which is the New Testament time. And these old, wicked, low-down, dirty, rotten spirits that came from Babylon, came from the Garden of Eden, they're all in the modern technology today. They're getting inside of computers. They're making computers talk. They got all kinds of picture shows on TV where the computer is taking over. And it is taking over. It got man's mind warped. Men's mind are warped with every low-down, dirty, rotten, condemning, stinking sin. And God said, it's come up in my nostril. And he said, before I come back, it's going to be the same way as it was in the days of Noah. And Noah preached about a 100 years telling exactly what was going to happen. And they laughed at it. They said, you old crackpot, you old buzzard, you old gray-headed oh. monkey, you don't know what you're talking about. It ain't going to rain. And we got the same old monkeys today. People talking about, oh, I don't believe in no Jesus Christ. I don't believe in all that old crap and blood and, and shedding his blood and getting up out the grave. That's a bunch of hogwash. I don't need that crap. And preachers are preaching and telling the world, you better get ready. You better get ready. Because any day, any day now, any day now, and let me tell you, I'll give you a warning. I'll give you a good warning. Look out right. for September. Look out for September. And we only got about three or four months. Look out for the day of Pentecost, which is coming up in June. Things are going to be rolling like a ball down the hill. And when it start rolling, ain't nobody going to be able to stop it because Christ is saying right. Look up for your redemption's George not. He said, when you see all these things come to pass, look up, man. People looking down in sewer pipes. They're looking down at pornography. They're looking down at baby killing. They're looking down all that crap that they're bringing up, changing people's sex oriental. They're changing and making children become punks and sissies. Ooh. And they're born a male, they're trying to make them a female. They're born a female, they're trying to make them a male. High in the world, and I'm going to get a little ball here, high in the hell, 
can you change what God has already made? How can you Amen. do that demons and devils are gone crazy? People shooting young people. Drive up in your driveway, knock on somebody's door, right. you'll get shot now. They don't care. The world is going mad. And folks sitting around, a lot of gagging, going to parties, dancing, drinking, homosexual, sex arguing. Mm. Oh, it's a mess, my friends. It's a mess. I'm going to give it to the brother. Let him walk on, walk on the devil. Let, let the world know what Daniel saw 2,600 years ago. We're looking at it. We're looking down a Amen. shotgun barrel, and it's getting ready Amen. to blow up. It's getting ready to blow up. As soon as the Lord said, the trumps is going to sound, and the dead in Christ will rise, and we that remain alive going to be caught All in up. a moment of a twinkle of an eye. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. That's right. I don't love the world. I don't love the world. I don't love the world. The world ain't got nothing to offer me. It ain't got nothing to offer you. But if you're willing enough to keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, you're going to be left here. And it ain't going to be no picnic. It ain't going to be no picnic, brother. Preacher man. Preacher man. Look at here. All the preachers that ever ever listened to this broadcast, you better preach the gospel. You better preach saved Jesus and him crucified, died and rose again, and coming back to get a church without a spot of income. Go ahead, brother. Walk with it. Amen, Dr. Awesome Word. Amen. Awesome Word. The church better wake up. Amen. Amen. If you got salvation, you got it made. Amen. Whether you're aware of what's going on or not, you got it made. Amen. It's a blessing Amen, to be a child of God. Amen. But it is our job to still let you know what is going on. The Word of God says, study to show thyself approved. It is still our job. To know what's going on in the Bible, amen. I want to take a look real quick at the power of the Antichrist, amen, from uh, Daniel, the seventh chapter. Yes, amen, sir. amen. I, I, want, ahead, I, want to, I just want to highlight this real quick. Now, I'm Go not ahead. through with Daniel, the second chapter. I don't want y'all thinking ain't. I'm through with But I want to highlight something real, real quick. All this right, brother. Daniel. Go for it. Amen. The... Um, Seven chapter. Let me go over that real quick. Get to my Bible. I'm in Daniel the twelfth chapter right now. I'm go over the Daniel right. seventh chapter. And I'm just gonna touch on it a little bit. Like I say, I'm still learning. I mean, the only book of Daniel that I really just studied in depth is Daniel the second chapter. Amen. I want to talk about the four beasts real quick. Yes, sir. There we go. Four, four. There we go. Daniel's four beasts. It says in verse one. Amen. Get my book. Amen. Now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start out. Uh, I'm just gonna go through the first eight verses. Amen. I'm gonna stop right there. Hey, amen. Daniel the seventh chapter verse one says, "In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum." Of the matters. Yeah. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove yeah. upon the great sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. Yes, sir. Amen. The first was like a lion. Yeah. Had eagle's wings. I beheld 
till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand upon the feet as a man. And a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear, and it yeah. raised up itself on one side. And it had three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it. And they said, um, said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this, I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. Amen. Yes. After this, I saw the night visions, and behold, mm. a fourth beast, dreadful and Ooh. terrible, yeah. and strong exceedingly. Yeah. And it had great iron teeth. It devoured and broke in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Amen. And Daniel said in verse 8, I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the wings. Mm. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man. Yeah. And a mouth speaking great things. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. Amen. Amen. This is an Amen. Amen. To the power of the Antichrist. Amen. So let me go there. Amen. So uh, the same world empires of chapter 2 are here represented, amen, by ravening wild beasts. Amen. Come on, preacher. Come now, on, fix it. the different view it presents is God's view of these powers and their relationship to his people of Israel. Now, I remember first reading this long time ago, and it's probably why I left the book of Daniel alone. Amen, because I thought this was actually, even the book of Revelation, I remember as a kid, my dad used to talk about the book of Revelation. I, I know I, I left it alone, brother. When I read this stuff 20 years ago, I'm like, man, what is this saying? I, I thought this yeah. was, man, I thought this was like these were actual beasts coming up out of the sea. But this is symbolic. Yeah. The dream that, that, that Daniel had. Was a symbolic dream, but can you imagine the actual dream that he had? He actually dreamed about a lion with wings and a bear with these three ribs in his mouth. Yeah. And he had the leopard with wings, and it had, I believe it said it had four heads. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Right. Let me go back. Let me go back and look at the scripture. I believe it said, Daniel. Amen. Yeah, the leopard. Four heads. That and is, it had four great. wings. Yeah. Of a file, and, and the beast had also four heads, and dominion was given unto this. Amen. So that, that's pretty powerful. Now the fourth beast was unusual, and what yes, he said was that it was exceedingly terrible. Now that's what he said in the scripture. Amen. It was it said that the fourth beast was dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, 
it devoured and broke in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. So this beast, this fourth beast, was unusual. It was, it was like a, basically, it was unnatural. Unnatural. It was not, it was not like anything vicious. that was yeah, seen vicious. upon the earth. Amen. It was vicious. It was, it was nothing like any other beast on the earth. Like you had the lion, you had the bear, you had the leopard. These are things that we can associate with that we see. Amen. But this fourth beast with the ten horns, it wasn't like anything on the earth. Amen. This is what they are saying. Now, the similarities of Daniel, the second chapter, and Daniel 7, the first one that says that the same four symbols used are four earthly kings and one symbol of the heavenly kingdom. Amen? All right. The same progressive inferiority of metal and of beast. The same duality of the third kingdom and the tenfold division of the fourth kingdom. Amen? Which the brother said uh, is NATO. Amen. Uh, yes, so sir. this is very powerful. Amen. This is a lot to take in. Amen. So you, you Amen, think about this. I'm going to go over. Amen. I'm looking at, I'm not going to touch on uh, 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 Revelation, the 13th chapter, because uh, if you notice in Revelation, the, the 13th chapter, that these same beasts, amen, yes, that were similar was in Revelation chapter 13. You had the lion. Come on. You Amen. had the bear. You had the leopard. And you had the beast with the ten horns. It was also yeah. in Revelation the 13th chapter. And then you had the, you had the little horn with mouth, with, with, with speaking uh, great, uh, things. Hey, great things. Amen. So basically cursing. Amen. Just, yes, sir. just evil thing. Amen. So you see the same thing, the, the parallels in Revelation the uh, seventh chapter in Revelation. I'm sorry, Daniel the seventh chapter in Revelation the thirteenth chapter. This was what the excuse me the same reference to the Antichrist. Amen. Yes, sir, and the brother. kingdoms of the world. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Give me one moment. Amen. I'm gonna look over some more these notes. Amen. All right. Okay. Amen. This is some deep stuff. Amen. I'm still reading Amen. away. Now, the lion was Babylon, the bear was Media, a meadow, Persia. Yes, sir. Then you had the leopard was Greece. Yes, sir. And the first beast is uh, Rome. Rome. And the ten horns of the divided kingdom. Now, we know, like the brother was saying, he, he gave a great example of breaking this down. Amen. I'm just following up. Amen. Amen. Everybody knows that the Vatican, which is Rome. And you know what's so funny is that early in my salvation, never saw this, amen, but so much has been revealed to us. This is why we know that the book of Daniel speaks of how um, knowledge shall be increased. Yeah, Everything should brother. be increased. Everything should, yeah, amen. Knowledge shall increase. And this is what he was saying, because now everything is so much, we have so much access to information. And uh, there's some more, more stuff, but I don't want to get into it right now because of the sake of time, and we're going to save some for a later day. Amen. I got a few more minutes. I think about this. So much has been revealed to us. When all this stuff has been hidden for thousands of years, hundreds of years, the Vatican has played this game. And it's funny because I remember teaching about this years ago and also saying it on the air. 
how remember when Paul, how he was persecuting the church. And then, you know, Paul made his his uh, transformation. But then the Romans kind of seemed like they made a transformation, but it wasn't. Remember, after Christ was given the victory, after he was raised from the dead, which if we believe that, the Bible says that we shall be saved. Yeah. After Christ was given the victory, the devil knew it was over with for him. So the <laughs> only thing he could do, yeah. amen, amen, the only thing that he could brother. do, was go underground and hide his stuff and make his stuff like, oh, we're on the side of God. And that's what the Roman Catholics did. They all of a sudden said, wait a minute. Why would they all of a sudden make a conversion from murdering Christians? Well, it was, it was, a, it was Satan's plan. He had to change the game. He had to change his plan because he knew he was, he was lost. So he said, now I got to get as many souls to be lost as possible before it's, before it's all said and done. And that's what he yeah. tells the Roman Catholic Church. The Roman Catholic Church has a false doctrine. The brother already said it. That they're pretty. And then you're going to see this world church. Why you see the Pope is always at the head of things. If you watch him, the Pope has a huge say-so. The Vatican has a huge say-so. And what goes on, even in America, with a lot of these churches, yeah. these mega churches, yeah. these big churches, they are behind all that. And I said this it's many up. years ago. I believe that all the money, that these mega churches give them, like, they should be able to, to change the world with all the money that they get. Well, brother, I don't believe that all that money is going to the bank that they collect on Sunday morning is going to these churches. It ain't going to the bank account. Where you it's going in their pocket. The, hey, it's going what? In their pocket. In their pockets, amen. I believe the Vatican is getting some of that. They yeah, are, they, they get some of spirit. Amen. Yeah, they, they are using this money. Because it's not taxed. Think about it. Churches make more money than most most businesses. Amen. And it ain't taxed. Think about the money a lot of these churches. I'm talking about as a collective. These churches get so much money as a collective because it ain't taxed. It's it money ain't taxed. taxed freely to do what they want to do with. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so you think about this. Um, I'm going to get into the details of this fourth beast. But you think about this, and you think about the rule of Satan, the satanic rule that he's had for 6,000 years of the world. He's used these different systems. He used the political system, the religious system, and yeah. the financial system. Yeah, I mean, the sir. book of Revelation talks about that in the 17th chapter. I've told you guys I'm working for banks and, and, and companies, major corporations for the last 20-something years, there's some things that I've noticed. It's a game that they play, that the rich play to get richer and richer. And the only thing that they do, in the, and I believe, and I say this and I say it again, the game of monopoly teaches people how to become wealthy. It, and it does. All you do is you buy low, you sell high. That's all it yeah. is. That's the game. And they're that's the game. Using it. That's the game. Buy low, sell. That's all it is. That's all business is. Buy low. That's the life. I sit here and buy. Let's say if I buy a candy bar. I buy the candy bar for 15 cents, but I turn yeah. around and sell it to you for 50 cents. That's all I've done. I just bought it for a cheaper price and turn around and sell it to you for more than what I paid for. Come on that's now. business. Come on. It's called capitalism. It's the same. It's, I've learned this just by – I don't have to go to college. I learned this stuff from being in 
Amen. A financial system. Amen. There's, there's so much I can teach you on that stuff. I can teach people how to become rich. I just don't have no desire for it because my desire no. is to go home. Amen. My, my wealth Amen. is waiting on me. My riches far uh, far beyond my, my imagination is waiting on me. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, amen. Praise God, brother. Amen. So I want to talk a little bit more. Go ahead. Let's go back to Daniel Wildwood. Daniel 7. And there's so much to talk about. Daniel 7 and 1. Daniel had more dreams recorded under um, the riotous Belshazzar than under any other king. Daniel was then past 80 years of age. So was the apostle John when he wrote Revelation. Now, yes, I'm just going to show you, these were very, very mature and aged men. In other words, they had a wealth of knowledge and wisdom. Wisdom is something that takes time. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Notice that Daniel didn't have to go to any man for the interpretation of these dreams. Come on, preacher. Amen. Amen. Come he on. had so much wisdom. God had blessed him. He was very mature in his life when these things were revealed to him. For some period of 23 years after the death of Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel lived a retired life known as the years of silence. Ain't that a blessing? Amen. So, so he he was far gone past. Now remember, Daniel was a young man at the time that Nebuchadnezzar was king, yes, so he was yes, younger sir. than Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Because remember, and I, I don't want to predict his age, but he was a young man. Amen. I don't know if he was in his teen years or his early twenties or so on. But he was a young man. But even then, God had blessed Daniel to have so much wisdom and spiritual wisdom and knowledge. And that's what I pray all the time for God. For God, give me. Spiritual wisdom and knowledge, amen? But Daniel amen. had this, amen? Now, uh, we, we think about the visions that he had, um, the, 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 the angelic uh, um, visions that he had, amen, that Daniel had. And, you know, you think about the sea and its interpretation. Sometimes the sea can refer to humanity. There were just so many things in his dreams that represented things in this life that we will look at <laughs> as we look at the beast and coming up out of the sea, meaning that we would think of the ocean, right? Like I said, when I read these things, I took yeah. this as literal. But no, these were, even the book of Revelation, when you interpret it, it's not as it seems, amen? So you think about the, 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 the sea in, in heaven, the sea of glass in heaven, where that represents the multitude, there is so much in these interpretations that we cannot take literal, but they are what? Spiritual meaning, amen? They're, they're not yes, literal. Sir. So there's so much interpretation in there. I think you're going to turn back over to the brother, but I just want to share some of these right, thoughts. So I'm, I'm going to do some more reading and studying because I want to come back and get more into these different beasts and these different kingdoms because now we see that each one of these beasts represents kingdoms throughout the history of mankind. This is very, very important because you see how the satanic and the, the, the satan, and when we say satanic, understand what we mean. We talk about the satanic kingdom of Lucifer. So in other words, you have the kingdom of God that has what? And hierarchy. You have God, yes, the Father, the, yes. the Holy Spirit, and then you have what? You have the, the host angels under that, okay? Then, because we know, but we learn about this in Genesis, the first chapter, right? Yeah. About the host of heaven, Genesis, the first, second chapter. The host of heaven, the host of earth. 
And you think about how um, the angels, Lucifer, which was a chief angel, decided to rebel against God. Then he took some of those angels with him. And then he built what? His satanic Luciferian kingdom. So when we talk about the satanic kingdom that was established on earth, so when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, they handed over the deed to who? Lucifer. And Lucifer went to work. He said, I got it. I got the deed. So now I can do what I want to do on the earth. For a sharp person, he knew his time was going to be short. Why? Because God told him in the garden, your time is going to be short. You're going to be defeated. You're going to send one. And a slewfoot, hey man, like the Reverend yes, says, his knees start knocking together. He didn't know what to do. Yep. Hey man. So hey, man. he set up these these satanic kingdoms: Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, Rome. These powerful kingdoms that were set up on the earth to do the will of Satan, to terrify mankind, to do these different things that we see done. What are those things? You see prostitution, porn. You see uh, um, um, organ harvesting, child sex. Yeah. You see all these, these evil things that they do on the earth with the worldly kingdom. Amen. And so, Amen. Amen. Let, me, let me see. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Let me go and give it to the brother. I'm sorry, but I didn't know much, that much time passed. Let me go and give it back to you. Go ahead, brother. Take it away. All right, brother. Brother, listen here. <laughs> Amen. What trying to do is trying to uh, indoctrinate you on how close we are. Uh, uh, before the rapture, it's not too far away. It's so close that uh, I, I am uncomfortable as far as trying to get this gospel out and let everybody know uh, we're closer than uh, the hair on your skin and the blood running water through your veins. We are so close that men cannot see how far Bible prophecy has been fulfilled with just a few more things to uh, uh, to kick off the rapture. We got the Euphrates River drying up. We got the Mississippi River drying up. We got the, the water system is being polluted. We got train crashes yeah. polluting the ground. We got airplane crashing. We got storms just sweeping across America and all other parts of the world. God is angry. God is not happy. But God said, I so love the world that I did give my only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. One thing you don't want to do, please don't die without Christ in your life. Amen. I don't care what, what, what you say. Please don't die. Please don't die. Please don't go to hell. Don't go. If you go anywhere, like I told you before, don't go because hell is too long, too hot, and too miserable, and there will be gnashing and gashing of teeth. I don't want to be to blame for sending somebody to hell for something I said wrong. So what I'm telling you today, and what I'm telling you from now on till Christ comes, whatever you do, repent. And the Bible says, except a man repent, he shall likewise perish. So those people who are unrepentant, they have not never repented and turned to Christ, they will end up in hell. There won't be one saved person that go to hell because when the Lord saves you, he saved you forever. Ain't no, ain't no going back in and out. Ain't no upside down. The Bible said eternal salvation is brought what? Is brought by the cross. Jesus Christ was the only one that brought eternal redemption, and that redemption is only through the cross. And what I'm telling you this evening, before we close, before we go off the air, please, please take take the warning of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because I know one thing, if it wasn't for the Lord in my life, I wouldn't be warning nobody. 
Ooh, if the Lord hadn't saved me and where I am now, I wouldn't be warning nobody, but I'm trying to warn everybody. Please, with every ounce of my muscle, my body, my sinews, my skin, don't miss heaven. Don't miss it. There's only five things that you can take to hell with you. Five things you can take to hell with you. And that's your eyesight will be there. Your smell will be there. Your hearing will be there. Your taste will be there. And your memory will be there. And and if you go to hell, every five, all your five senses are going to be in miserable. It's going to be so miserable. It's going to be so miserable that you wish you never was born or you wish you would accept Jesus Christ. And you know the reason why you're going to be there. You're going to know why you're there. And you're going to know that God didn't put you there. You're going to know who you believed in. You believed in Lucifer, the slew-foot, no good, low-down, dirty, cutthroat sucker. He ain't no good, never will be no good, and he don't love nobody. He don't even love himself. And we're trying to tell you, please, look out for September. Look out for September because it ain't going to be pretty because we're already at the point where men are gathering high-powerful IBMC missiles. They ain't shooting firecrackers. They're shooting missiles. They're shooting all kinds of weaponry. They got one now that can take that oxygen out of the air and suck it up to your nose. They got one now that's called EMP, electrical uh, impulse, where it shuts down every electrical system. Russia is getting ready to do something. In order for her to do something, the Antichrist got to be here. And when he cuts here, the world is going to go into a what? Orangutan, orangutan, orangutan situation because the world is spitting at God. It's spitting at God. And God says, you spit at me, I'm going to spit back. I'm going to let you suffer the wrath of Lucifer because the devil wants you to go to hell with him. Right. And Pastor Paul said, Apostle Paul said, Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Come on. It's not hard. It's ABC. If you want to be saved, the Lord will save you, but he ain't going to save you against your resistance. He ain't going to force himself on you. He ain't going to dip you in water and and, and put fire and do all that to get you to accept him. He said, whosoever will, let him come. And no wise will I cast out. I don't care what you're a drunkard, liar, prostitute. I don't care if you're a homosexual. I don't care if you've been incest. I don't care what you are, what you've been. Jesus Christ loves you. And he died on Calvary's cross. He was mutilated. He was nailated, and he didn't say a mumbling word, and he dropped his head between the locks of his shoulder, gave up the ghost, and he's gone back to heaven, been gone for 2,000 years, and the 2,000 years are up, and we're here tonight, not for money, we're not here for fame, a pat on the back. I'm not not on this, hey, if I wouldn't be doing this, I would rather not to be living. I I don't even want to live if I can't preach the gospel. And I'm right. able to preach it now because it's the only 
only thing. That's the only way that your soul can be saved is by the mm. blood of Jesus Christ. Don't let no witness, don't let no Buddha, don't let no denomination change your mind. Don't don't believe in every little preacher that jumps along and talking about he was called to preach and talking a whole bunch of junk, a whole bunch of crap, a whole bunch of nonsense. It's either Christ or you're going to end up in hell. Don't go. Brother, take it on in. Amen, brother. Amen. Thank you for that word. Amen. Amen. We're going to be back tomorrow. Amen. Which is going to be, amen, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. East Coast. Yes, and sir. It's going yes, to be, sir. Right. Coast is going to be on mm-hmm. 2 o'clock, 2, 2 p.m. West Coast time. God is good, amen. All the time, all the time, God is good. Amen. God, God is good. God. I want to thank Derek Oliver and his crew for yeah, Talk Radio for this platform and the opportunity to preach the gospel to preach the word and to save souls. Ultimately, that's our goal. That's all we want is to save men's soul, wake men up, to let y'all know that the king is coming. We don't have time to play around. Like the brother said, amen, it's close in the hair of your skin. Amen, we are close to the return of our Lord and Savior. I can't wait. This is a gracious time to be alive. I'm yes, in the it time is. Yes, court. it is. Yes, amen. it is. I'm going to quote. Amen, brother. Amen. I want to quote what the brother said over in Romans, the uh, 10th chapter, verses 9 and 10. Let's quote what it says once again so you'll know. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Yeshua and shalt believe in thine heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It is just that plain and simple. Man, I can't. I can't. You know, just can't believe that salvation is just that easy. It, you know what? It's easier to get saved than it is for you to learn how to drive a car. Come on, oh, come on, y'all! Y'all not, y'all not hearing what I'm saying. It is more easier to get saved than it is to drive a car. Come on, preacher! And everybody want to drive. Everybody want to learn how to drive a car. Who don't want to yeah. learn this day and time? Who don't want to learn? Because you don't have to depend on nobody to take you nowhere. Not to the store. Not to work. Not to go have fun, not to go visit your girlfriend or your boyfriend, to go visit grandma, grandpa, you know, go 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 to go do whatever you desire to do. Yeah, Most people yeah. in modern times want to learn how to drive. Why Come don't on. you want to get saved? Amen. Come on. Where, where you can receive benefits for all eternity. Amen. You get to live for all eternity. Uh, you won't have to be questioned by mankind anymore. Amen. God's grace and mercy is good. Amen. We're thankful for his grace and mercy. In verse 10, Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 10 says, Well, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's what it yeah. says. Amen. Amen. I want to read some more to you. Romans, the 8th chapter. Amen. I'm just going to start at, at um, um, I'm just going to read. Let how much time we got. Amen. We got some time. Romans 8, chapter, verses 35 through 39. This was my favorite, too. Over 20 years ago, when I've had people try to come up against me and talk about, uh, oh, you ain't no such thing as one saved, always saved, I would always share this with you. Romans 8, chapter, verses 35 through 39. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Paul asked a question. Who can separate us? Once you are saved, 
you are always saved. Don't you believe nothing? Don't you dare believe nothing different that you can lose your salvation? There is nowhere in the Bible. I've been scouring the Bible for 20 some years. Hadn't yeah. found anything that has convinced me yet that you can lose your salvation. And the Reverend's been teaching long enough. He's been teaching, I believe, for like 50 plus years, a lot longer than I have. And I'm sure he ain't well, found nothing that says, amen, that you can I lose your salvation. Amen, amen. He's a reverend. He's a good doctor. Say so he ain't found it. I ain't found it. Amen. He ain't found nothing. Amen. And it says, watch this. It says, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword. See, it don't matter what you go through in this life. Once you got Christ, he is more than a conqueror for you. And nothing can separate you from his love. That's how much he nothing. loves us. Nothing can separate you from his love. Watch this. As it is written, for thy sake are we here all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded, watch this, that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of Yahweh, which is in Christ Yeshua, our Lord. Man, yes. that don't speak volumes. Man, Paul covered everything within his day and time that he could think of. And he said nothing, not death nor life. Nothing yeah. from the love of God. That's how powerful God love is. Nothing can so yeah. Once you're saved, you better believe you're always saved. He said, always "I will always saved. love you," and He said it Himself. Nobody said, "I will never leave you, leave nor forsake you." Well, what do you think that means? You are forever saved. You are forever in His arms. I'm so grateful today for my salvation, family. I am royalty. You're royalty. Elder Bazaar is royalty. Our families are royalty. We're about to inherit the kingdom. 